Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland with Great Ministries. We want to welcome you to the first podcast for 2020. Happy New Year. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for seeing another year, the start of a new decade. We pray that your word will go forward and will not return to you empty, that it will accomplish what you sent it to do. We pray for those who will share great ministries with their friends, their families, their loved ones, and especially the unsaved. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to continue discipleship training with The Will of God, Part 1. The new year gives us a chance to make a new start in our lives. We can make self-resolutions to lose weight, get fit, quit smoking, save money, get out of debt, and travel to new places. I've been trying to lose the same 20 pounds for the last 20 years, yet I've traveled to 48 out of 50 states, and both are on my annual list of intentions. Does this mean that it's God's will that I keep the weight and visit all 50 states? Not at all. I have put more of an emphasis on travel than I have on weight loss. I plan my trips, but give little thought to what I eat, even though I do watch how much I eat. My problem with the 20 pounds is my mindset, or my established set of attitudes that I hold. In order to change my mind, I must change my attitude. Romans 12 verse 2 teaches, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Paul is teaching that the world system, not the economic one, is run by Satan and is opposed to God's kingdom. Before I address transforming your mind to the will of God, let's look at some of the mindsets that need our focus and change. Number one mindset that needs to be changed is focusing on what's wrong. If your mindset is always on what is wrong with the situation, you will miss the corrective action needed. Proverbs 9 and 8 says, So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you. But correct the wise, and they will love you. My friends, I pray that you will focus on looking for correction, looking for what is right, and not what is wrong. Peter was walking on water with no problem until he started focusing on the situation. Once he took his eyes off of Jesus and focused on the wind, that's when he began to sink. Number two, morning failures instead of celebrating victories. This is another glass half empty mindset that is similar to mindset number one. Each day we wake up is an opportunity to celebrate what God has done in our lives. An NBA coach has to have a short memory when it comes to losing. A team can have a 52 and 30 record at the end of the season and get into the playoffs. However, the 30 losses are more games than a college team plays the entire season. If you're not used to losing, this can be a detriment to the team. Wake up each day with a winning mentality, thinking about what Jesus has done for you on the cross. When the foundation of the second temple was laid in Ezra chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, the old men who had seen the first temple wept. Yet the young people shouted for joy. Here's an example of mourning failures instead of celebrating victories. Number three, you don't want to face the truth. Hearing the truth from someone else can make you a skeptic. 
we tend to be selective on what we will accept from that person. However, when you can peel back the layers of self and face the truth about yourself, you can proceed to change. It was not enough for the doctor to tell me that I needed to lose weight, but once I saw my body mass index, or BMI, I knew the truth. Add to that the health consequences of obesity. There, I said it. Obesity. Hard. Difficult. But I said it. Now, my health is in my hands. I can't pray, Lord, help me lose weight as I'm eating that third bowl of ice cream. Now, don't get it wrong. I don't eat that much ice cream. Proverbs 12 and 17 proclaims, He who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. Friends, you can deceive yourself, and if you have done that in the past, make it a point to develop a true self-evaluation in 2020. Mindset change number four is you feel angry when expectations are not met. Unmet expectations are usually rooted in pride. We see others meeting or exceeding expectations, others getting blessings that we believe are for us, and others making their dreams come true. Instead of getting angry, we should rejoice with them. Cain should have rejoiced in his brother Abel's sacrifice being accepted by God. Genesis 4 and 5 says, But he, God, did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. A difference in mindset would have prevented the first murder. Mindset change number five is unsatisfaction with what you have or what you don't have. I've addressed this in a previous podcast, and I want to use Paul's words as he wrote from a prisoner's point of view in Philippians 4, verses 11 and 12. He says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned, in whatever state I am, to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. My friends, Paul says he has learned to be content. Again, the world system would have you believe that everything that glitters is gold. We live in the world's richest country, and it constantly suggests more, bigger, better, and excess. Mindset change number six. You regularly come to blows with people you care about. If you are constantly getting into arguments with friends and family, step back and see if you are the common element. The disciples had multiple squabbles over who would be the greatest among them. James and John are mentioned in Matthew 20, verse 20, but I would not be surprised if Peter was consistently in the mix. Peter was the bold disciple. He asked Jesus to walk on water. He was the one who cut off the ear of the high priest's servant. Also, when he was questioned about knowing Jesus, he cursed the questioner. The number seven mindset change that you need to make in 2020 is to cease from holding on to the drama of others. If you are involved in a toxic relationship at school, at work, at church, or at home, you may have to make a decision not to be part of the drama. I realize that this may be difficult, but it may also be necessary. In Genesis chapters 29, 30, and 31, Jacob is caught up in the drama with his uncle Laban, who had promised to give Rachel, his daughter, to Jacob after he worked seven years. Instead, Laban gave Jacob his eldest daughter, Leah, as a wife. Jacob would have to work for Rachel another seven years. Jacob would eventually leave Laban and took his wives and children with him. 
too much drama. I want to stop right here for part one, continue next week with part two, which is the will of God. Preferably, you will join me next week. Let's pray. Father, I bless your people who have heard this podcast, that they be aware of the world system, and that they renew their minds for 2020. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, next week, we will continue with God's will. I encourage you in 2020 to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share this podcast as well as the website with your friends, family, loved ones, especially the unsaved. If you'd like to contact us, you may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Again, Happy New Year, be blessed, and have a great week.